0: To all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to Sports Talk with Coach and Kurt, episode eighty-five. Man, we're back in the building, man. Each and every Tuesday, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and all your popular platforms. You get your podcast from. I'm your host, Coach Defense, alongside Coach Kurt. We are the misfits of the airways. Back in your area, back in your building, back in your earphones, and man, uh, I'm here to tell you, uh, just like every week, man. This show is definitely not for the faint of heart, and you will not be disappointed in entertainment. So, uh, Coach Kurt, what's going over there, good brother? How you feeling today?
1: Man, I'm feeling as good as Jalen Hurts, uh, throwing a 40 yard pass to AJ Brown. Hey, I'm man, that's, feeling that's, right that's, on
0: time. That's good. That's good. That's good feeling. That's a good that's feeling good right there.
1: That's good money. It's that's pretty pretty good money.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's, you yeah. know, it's different when you when you feel pretty. When you feel sexy, and I, and I, and, I, and if you feeling that way, then hey, hey, there ain't nothing wrong with that. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. I'm feeling. That's, that's,
1: i'm feeling like a usc trojan hearing my name called on saturday night
0: yes yes yes. a lot of people hating on that too by the way (laughs) you're gonna talk about that later a lot of people's hating but hey man you know if they listen if they hating you ain't trying there you go if they ain't hating you ain't doing something right exactly what you got what you say if you got four haters you need eight of them mother yeah 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 (laughs) if you got five you need ten that's right Yes, indeed. Yeah, so, yeah, man, yes. Yeah. So, as always, man, Sports Over Coach Kirk is live and direct. The highly anticipated, never duplicated sports entertainment spectacle today is Sports Over Coach Kirk. Episode 85 is back on the airwaves once again. So, uh, we're going to start, start ceremoniously with our topics for this week. Uh, as you know, if you've been watching 84 episodes up to now, you know, we start with the NBA and what's out in the streets. So, is something going on in the NBA right now? Is something going on? talk about it it. it's uh it's it's a trend that seems to be happening that's going down in the nba and uh Mm -hmm. it seems as if yep the sun is setting and zion is rising
1: yeah yeah Yeah. if if people are paying attention they'll catch the uh yeah yeah, you'll
0: catch the the word you a minute, or you as we talk about it you'll understand yeah that way so uh if you haven't been uh watching basketball closely you have noticed that uh, you know, early on, the Phoenix Suns were, you know, one one of the hottest and not the hottest team in uh in the NBA. Uh, mm-hmm. and they have uh unceremoniously kind of fallen here lately, on um, some rough times. Um, you know, it kind of coincided with the idea that uh Cam Johnson went down and Chris Paul would have had a little slight injury. His wasn't as uh long term as Cam Johnson's was, but they've hit they've hit a wall. They've hit a wall. They lost four straight. Uh, and and the most damaging loss that to, to date right now that we can we can uh, talk about is this uh the loss they had against the pelicans on Friday. So um yeah, to, to say the least that the Pelicans uh uh got with them boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and ironically enough, the Pelicans have won a winners a seven in a row, mm-hmm. and they're 18 and 8 right now, top of the Western Conference, right? So we saw the game back and forth. You know, very, very uh, intense battle. Let's let's just put it that way. Yep. You know, and it's ironic as well because they actually played each other twice Mm -hmm. Um, back-to-back. One back-to-back days, obviously, but they played each other. um, I believe, I want to say it was a home-and-home thing uh, for the Pelicans, right? Yeah, it was a home-and-home thing for the Pelicans. So the Pelicans beat them 128-17, 117 on Friday, and then on Sunday they beat them 129-124 in overtime. So, uh, Zion Williamson poured in thirty five in both games. Yeah, literally poured in thirty five both games. Um, so, with the you know, so at this point, you should probably get what we're driving at with the sun is setting and Zion is rising, right? So, you know, in this particular uh, uh, set of games was uh, mired in controversy in a sense where uh, they had a um, altercation at the end of one of these games where. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game was clearly over. Uh, the game, the, 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 they had been going back and forth, giant back and forth, you know, being real physical with each other. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, the ball got thrown out uh, to have court to Zion at the end of the game. And, um, and, and normal, I guess you could say normal protocol, I guess you want to use the word, I'm using use the word protocol. People typically, when they get the ball and nobody's defending them in a the game, the cost of the game run, I need to drip the clock out, right? But Zion took it upon himself to do a 360 windmill dunk Mm-hmm. At the end of the game, and much as the chagrin of the Phoenix Suns, right? So mm-hmm. they had a scuffle and a pushing match, shoving match at the end of the end of the game. And uh some lot people like people think there's gonna be a new budding rivalry, right? So what was your take on it, Coach Curry? And tell me exactly how you felt about the the incident, the two games, and where this uh leaves the rivalry, budding rivalry that is the Pelicans versus the Suns. Well,
1: uh, great question. First, I'll start off. It is great for basketball to see Zion Williamson, um, yes. changing the narrative of what was said, uh, last year with his injury and his weight. Right. I would um, argue the last two years. Yeah. Last two years, especially, mm-hmm. you know, but Zion is good for basketball because he's a highlight reel, right? Uh, Anybody that knows the story of Zion, young man that uh, created viral moments as a teenager with his athleticism, uh dunking. If you watched anything on YouTube when he was in high school, you saw hit one of his dunks. I mean, mm-hmm. young man was uh, walking, walking on air. You can basically say so to see him you know, coming to Duke, one year at Duke transition into the NBA, you know, everybody was wondering, you know, what his game, his style, his athleticism would do in the NBA. So seeing him is good for basketball. He's, he's in that Ja Morant type of phase where they just are electric Right. If you got a ticket, you want to see that game because a
0: great point. Yeah.
1: You're going to see, look, to be his size um, and to be able to have the hops that he has is amazing. So he's good for basketball. Mm-hmm. It's even better for basketball that he's looking like he's got his weight uh together. He, you know, has shed the weight. There was one time people thinking he was over 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he looks basketball ready. So that that's well now let's get to the game. I want to say that this is really in retaliation for something else. Chris Paul was going through some things and he just took it out on Zion. Right. (laughs) Um, His name was brought up in a precarious situation that, you know, it was threatening the only ring that he has. And so, Mm. you know, he, he can't lose the only ring that he, he has in his repertoire and that was being threatened. So I think he took out the situation on, on Zion. And I, I I messaged coach and said, Chris Paul has to be one of the pettiest basketball players (laughs) ever. Right. He is, if you look up Petty Basketball Players, his picture
0: yeah, is they, there, they, they like the that. fall
1: background from Sears and Roebuck. Right? <laughs> yeah. That is Chris Paul. The old school when he took pictures at there. He yeah. Is. You know, when you're sitting there like. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the <hands> <laughs> <laughs> and your mama had combed your hair to the right. back. So and you, you look-, look. Oh, no, the side
0: <laughs> joint with the part. Besides, yeah. The yeah. With warmed up the Vaseline and slicked up. <laughs> <laughs> got your hair
1: slicked over. Look at, yeah, look, man, that looks like a '70s <laughs> R&B singer. <laughs> Looking like you were part of the Shy Lights. <laughs> Ooh, child. <laughs> Like you going right from the photo booth right to the stage and singing all your greatest <laughs> well, one hits. mic, one mic, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Chris Ball is petty, right? Because I don't I don't, he just takes things to a certain level that you really you really say like Chris, come on, man, like for real. Listen, I could understand if we was talking about the Phoenix suns were up by 30 or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and Chris and Zion went down, down and did this, or, you know, he's, you've seen it where people get upset, like a player, the game is out of control. They playing all extra at the end of the game, they go steal the basketball run down and do a dunk. Mm
0: -hmm. It
1: was a shot rebound outlet. And again, Zion is electric. That to is to me. He's one of those players that gets away with things like that. He wasn't being disrespectful, he wasn't pointing or taunting, but he's like a Ja Morant. Well, people, well, people want to see a dunk. And what did it? It didn't change anything.
0: No, no it, it didn't. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something that I didn't tell you on purpose in, in the chat, right. I, I, that I held this on purpose. I wanted to save it for the show after we talked about this, right? Right. Now, you had to listen to what Zion said in the press conference after the game. Okay. Because they asked him about the dunk after all the case after, after he dispersed everybody. Everybody was, you know, you know, everybody's gone to these separate corners, basically, right? Like it was a boxing match. You right. know, go to these separate corners. They severed everybody, got everybody calmed down. He asked Zion about the dunk and why he did it. Right. He said, now, true to true form, true as I am fashion, he said that's a little bit out of character for me. However, I did it because it was a culmination of things for me. Okay. He said that all the, all the drama I went through trying to get back to where I am right now, Okay, on top of the fact that this Zach team, you know, talked cash trash to us after they eliminated my squad, while well, I had to watch them from the sideline oh, last yeah. year. Okay. So this was this was the big payback. Okay. So okay, he said that's exactly why he did it. So it was a motive behind exactly why he did it. Now there was no, you know, it they, you know, they, they hollering gamesmanship and all that type of stuff. This was this was payback. Yeah. So he was like, we yeah. gonna get uh, twice in these in these in these three days. Yeah. We gonna send y'all home, and that's yep. exactly what they did. And he dropped thirty five per game. And he ducked on their head on their way back to Phoenix. And even with that, right, there's a
1: part of, hey, if you don't want people to do certain things, stop them. Don't get upset, right? It's like, it's like being in a football game and you get mad at a dude that's rushed for 250 yards. Well, you should have did something about it from the first carry. Why exactly. are you exactly carry? <laughs> like, Z- look, Zion dropped seventy on you, and yeah, he's geez. playing. From hearing this, he's playing with uh, a fact that I couldn't, I couldn't help my teammates last year. Right? Y'all was yeah. talking smack, so now. Keep that same energy. I'm here
0: now. There you go. There you go.
1: I'm here now. I'm back now. There you and go. keep the same energy. Mm. Have, talk cash money. Right. Now that I'm back on the court. And matter of fact, I'm going to remind you and let you know that I'm back. Listen, I, I believe in the Muhammad Ali theory. I'm going to tell you I'm going to beat you. Then I'm going to beat you. And while I'm beating you, I'm going to keep reminding you that I told you I was going to punch you in the face. Exactly. <laughs> Look, rise to the occasion, right? I just, to me, pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah, yeah. To me, <laughs> to me, the things that Chris Paul do sometimes, man, it's just, it's like, really Chris? So I, I, he dunks the basketball. I, I then he's walking be, up the court.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, then I,
1: you I, go over there and push him and do, and do what? The be, game is you upset. Cause you got, your head pushed in, it and did. he dropped thirty-five on you twice. Now you yeah. won. You was talking cash money when you was beating them last yeah, year. Man, now don't was. get upset with the young boy coming up in remember, here. Remember,
0: remember the the Pelicans pushed them to the edge, and they. You would argue yeah. because they pushed them that hard. If Zion had been playing, they would have lost that series.
1: See, so the, yeah, man. I look at the end of the day to wrap it up. I'm happy to see Zion. He's great for NBA TV when it, he's on. I'm happy to that the pelicans have a marquee player Mm -hmm. because when anthony davis left there was a lull right so small market teams like that it's Mm -hmm. good to have somebody that attracts
0: oh yeah um, people to the
1: to the the stadium so Mm -hmm. man i'm i'm happy about it and again i come from the 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 place of if you don't like it then stop them the next time don't get upset in these moments. Now I can understand if it's over and above where somebody really is like, yo, I'm I'm gonna dunk and do extra when there was no point, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. But in this moment, young dude going down, dunk. Hey, if I didn't like it, I shouldn't have I should have stopped him before these last couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. Let him dunk, dap him up. And when we see each other again, I'm going to give you the business. But or, at or that just, moment,
0: just remember it like, you, OK, you dunked in while y'all's at home. OK, yeah, OK, yeah. well, you we'll, we'll see y'all again. We'll see y'all again and we'll see what's up then. But I give you, you this two step, step and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop these
1: J's on you now. To me, I like the competitiveness, right? Like, mm-hmm. OK, I got you. Let's mm-hmm. run this back. And that's going to make us practice harder because we're not going to get beat like that again. But mm-hmm you know when you when you
0: been linked to Kim K then oh you know <laughs> well many of men have fallen really <laughs> many have fallen to that to that uh nectar that is a Kardashian Jenner uh bloodline so hey Listen, man there's going to be another one cuz that- I'm going to say this uh-huh. Chris was really saying the only person i
1: can push uh, right now in this moment is Zion because I ain't pushing
0: nothing at home. So, oh well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cut off. Water is off. <laughs> <laughs> Might pull the plug from outside. <laughs> <laughs> if then we, if then we shut the water off from inside. We pull yeah. the plug. That's all <laughs> the So you know the homeowner know what I'm talking about. But yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, man. Like I, I'm not, I'm listen, I'm not gonna give Chris the the mantra because I don't know what. The information that we got from that guy—I'm not even going to say his name—from that guy, I'm not going to right. say it's true or not true. I don't know. I right. wasn't there, you right. know. But strange things have happened. Now, <laughs> you know, you if you did catch a strain and it did happen, hey, it is what it is. But again, you know, direct the anger where it belongs. Don't, don't, don't be over here trying to fight Alvarado. And, hey, you know, make... to direct that anger where it needs to be directed at. Don't bring, don't bring it over here. yeah don't bring it here. Like you know, listen. Don't be mad at your wife coming to work arguing with me. I ain't. Go, I'm not going to go for it. Yeah, I'm not going yeah. for it. So, you know, hey, he elbowed Alvarado my man Grand Theft Alvarado. He elbowed him. Yeah. He wants to shove him into all this at the uh at the end of the end of the uh game or whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah. you should have done something about the scoreboard. That's what you should have done something about. I'm just saying. Exactly. But I will say this. Now I'm hyped about this because this is a buddy rivalry. It, this is something that you know the clearly the Pelicans have had beef, you know, based on what happened last year. And the Suns should have beef now, how they got embarrassed, right? Yeah. So that rivalry on top of the budding warriors grizzlies rivalry is going is must see tv at this point like definitely, we're talking two definitely. potential playoff matchups that could happen and it's going to be a bond burner so yes, for, for, our, for our content space and the basketball world we should be happy we should be happy <laughs> that, they, that, they, that there's basketball beef not real beef we don't want real people right. right. people getting shot but Yeah. But, but basketball beef is good for the sport because it mm-hmm. again like, to your point you make people go harder you make people want to you know come 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 harder uh you know the next time we play you know yep. pause you know whatever but you know yep. it's, it's but it it's it's one of those things where it's going to get them competitive juices flowing mm-hmm. so the next time you play it's going to be a high intense game it's going to be a highly intensity game so yeah we going to mark on our calendars when they play next because uh, yeah, we're gonna have to be locked and loaded for that one because it's gonna be yeah, good. I gotta clean, yeah. they play two in New Orleans, the next one gotta be in Phoenix. Listen, oh. if Zion dropped 30 plus again, Chris just I'll yeah. be honest with you, especially without without Jay Crowd, they have no answer for Zion. That's a problem. No, no, that is the very that is the very problem that they had. They have no answer for Zion, he's the difference maker, and the reason why they've been winning those games. They don't have nobody that can muscle up with him. No, they don't. They don't because again, with Aiden, like Aiden, yeah. is, Aiden is tall. He can he can block shots, but he didn't. He can't body with Zion. He can't body Zion. He, yeah. they proved that uh, these last two games exactly. He said he getting that boy chest is over. Yeah, it's literally over. so. You're right, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So Zion's a grown man. He really is. A grown man's strength. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. I would argue that he got football strength playing basketball. Yeah, he's a so, he's a strong defensive tackle that he playing is. basketball. Yep, a good three tech.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so yeah, so we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes shakes out for the uh, for the uh, Pelicans versus Suns, man. But uh, yep. yeah, I mean, where they stand right now, we got what? I, what did I say uh, prior to that? Because the Pelicans are the one seed, yep. and the Suns right now are the four seed. So yeah, they could definitely meet in the second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you so can it,
1: always tell when when players have other stuff going on, right? So like the Suns dealing with a lot of frustration being, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, record not going the way they want to, internal things not happening. And then Mm -hmm. you're seeing a team like the the Pelicans leading and being number one.
0: You you, you start to get tight. They are nine and one in their last 10 games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. This season's season's funny, man. Just – Every mm-hmm. week we're watching, you know, the switch and the change
0: mm-hmm. between
1: teams. So, yeah, now the Pelicans
0: are leading the uh, you know, leading the standing. So, right, let's, and go, yeah. Man. Yeah, let's do it. Memphis is right behind them with an 18 to 9, and they're yep. in the last 10. So, they, they're starting to hit their stride, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, That's all right though. All right, so let's flip it over. Let's talk about a different topic, uh, yep. that's uh, interesting as well. Um, the extending the Western Conference, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about. The Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So uh, it's been, uh, I guess, I guess you could say rumored or or been speculated about the idea that they were going to mix up things in their rotation, and uh, and we've long have mm-hmm. have, have said that uh, that Draymond Green is the engine that drives this this uh, this train, right? Yeah. Um, you know, championship. You know, train. I mean, we just got to put it where it is. I mean, they are the champs, and they've been, you know, over the last what eight years, they won four. Yeah. I think this number. So. Um, you know, and of course, Clay, Draymond, and Steph have been, you know, uh, the the mainstay in that in that in that ride. Mm -hmm. But um, with them shuffling the uh, the roster, maybe bringing Draymond off the bench in certain scenarios. Um, And of course, the looming issue with the idea of uh, the incident that happened in the preseason with him and Jordan Poole. We was wondering was that an ultimate factor and reason why they are struggling. Um, you know, what do you think this team? uh is trying to trying to accomplish because we we have the, we have a Jekyll and Hyde thing going on with this team, you know mm-hmm. they are very good at home and they're horrible on the road. Right. So without the engine playing this the the classic role of of this team and, and being a, a person that's kind of being a spark plug off the bench, how does this team fare as being the Road Warriors with no engine?
1: Yeah, listen uh for people that don't know uh here's the backdrop in the, in the background to our conversation, the Gold, golden state warriors have made a switch where now Draymond is anchoring the second team.
0: Mm-hmm. They've
1: made a switch. Right. Um, and Steve Kerr, the background is that Steve Kerr really mulled over this situation for a long time, because this is, one of the first time in many years that the golden state's bench is not stable. So Mm -hmm. the switch happened to stabilize the second team. That's why they moved uh, Draymond to that second team. Now that, that speaks to what we've talked about on our podcast here for a, a number, a number of episodes, which is Draymond has an integral piece to the golden state uh, ecosystem. And he is the engine that drives this, this team mm-hmm. and they go emotionally, they go uh, energy wise based off him. Mm-hmm. And he gives the freedom for Steph Curry to do what he, he has to do. And so Steve Kerr thought about this for an, a number of games. And as they watch their season, get to a breaking point, Steve Kerr pulled the trigger and said, Draymond, we need you to anchor the second team because our bench right now is uh, uh, is not what it was. This also speaks to when you lose certain players, you see the change in the team. So when we're looking at um, Gary Payton, the second gone, Mm -hmm. when we're looking at Auto, <clears throat> I forget his name. With uh, Otto oh, Porter gone. Jr. Yep. Mm-hmm. gone, right. those were key pieces.
0: Yeah, Juan Descano Anderson gone too.
1: Yep. So mm-hmm. when you looked at the rotation and bench players, it's pieces like that that you may think on the surface is like that, not that big a deal, until you see where the Golden State is right now. Mm-hmm. And as Kerr said, nobody does what Draymond does. Uh, we would love to teach that, and we try to, but he has an innate intelligence for the game and a feel that parallels any player that he's been around. You can't replace Draymond. And so with them seeing their season slipping, uh, Kerr proposition and Draymond took that role to make sure that second team could spell the first team and it wasn't going to be a great drop off and data showed it, right? If you looked at plus plus and minus when Draymond's with that second team, they're plus points when Draymond isn't they're negative. And that actually means that that second team was allowing uh, teams to either take a lead or close the gap. Mm -hmm. And so, again um this speaks to everything is not what you can see on in the scoring column there's a lot of things when you have a player like Draymond that they can do the ability to uh spread the court the ability to understand the feel of the game and put people in the right position and get those unspoken points and rebounds and hustle plays that you just can't replace and you can hope players pick it up but there's there's certain players that they just have the pulse of the team and that's draymond and so Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of it kerr said we can't let this uh season get too far away from us where we won't be able to close the gap So what's best for business is to to put Draymond now on the second team and let him anchor it. And Jordan Poole um, is now on the first team. So, Mm -hmm. again, it just speaks to what I knew about Draymond. And Golden State is going to go as far as Draymond goes, which also speaks to what we talked about with and you highlighted about paying Draymond. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, Draymond Green not on Golden State the dynasty and legacy comes to an end they wow. they cannot do what they are able to do mm-hmm. without Draymond a part of that team so Dang. Golden State listen to me
0: said figure it, it out million. yeah
1: yeah figure it out don't don't let money be a situation that ends your run but that you're gonna set though. that yep yep You're going to set your team back about three years if you let Draymond walk. Now, if he retires, that's one thing. But don't let that energy go out the building because you feel that you can find a couple people to do what he did. He's already showing you how key he is. Don't make that mistake.
0: Mm, Well. I have a different opinion, and 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 all honesty, and um, it, it, this this smells funny to me. it has smelled funny to me for a while, okay? Because I feel like this uh whole this this I mean honestly, true. You, it might just be where I operate, and I could be completely off base, but you know, it, it's 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 atypical of a person to at least at least from a male perspective to not take disrespect well, right? right. So, and it lingers, right? Like, you know, if somebody disrespects you and they somehow or another get away from you and that you can't, you know, uh, I guess you could say, I want to use the word retaliate, but you can't, you can't, uh, I'm not sure what word I want to use for, but you 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 can't, you can't resolve that disrespect. Let me put it that way. If you can't resolve that disrespect, it lingers, right? And it's always right, you exactly right. So this whole Jordan Poole and Dremont thing, to me, is still lingering, in my opinion. Okay, I, I do feel like that, and I feel like that is having an adverse effect on the team because I watched them play in the last a uh, couple of games. They've been on TV, okay, and you know I'll be honest, like they've had like when they're shooting well, they're especially at home. They're really tough. They're really tough. Like they gave okay. they gave the who I want to say was it the Bucks came in there, and they gave the who's who's they put it play for, over the weekend. I'm trying to remember. They were at home. Um, Damn, I'm trying I'm to remember what the team was. Yeah, but. Keep going, I got you. They were, They were, They were. were. I mean, they were dominant. I was like, okay, well, maybe they're starting to turn the corner, right? Then I go back to the standings and look at oh, the Celtics. They were the Celtics. Yeah, they gave the Celtics a business. That's what it was. Okay. So they, they get the Celtics a business, but they were at home, right? Yep. Um, You know, but they were shooting well. Like, Steph couldn't miss. You know, Clay was on. You know, so yep. those things happen. You know, you 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 typically are in, you know, most basketball games. You got a lot a good chance to win a lot of those basketball games with this team, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not happening, and to be honest with you, it's happening less and less. Like you know, in the, in their heyday, in their prime, like it would be you know night after night, especially in that seventy two and what seventy three and nineteen. Yeah, is that right? Is that right? Seventy three and nine. Yeah, because yeah, eighty two games. Yep. Yep. So then 73 and 19 like it would be you know consecutive nights where they just couldn't miss. You well, know, they so, missing
1: a the night because the Bucks
0: being giving the, them the I business. that, I was getting to that. The Bucks are giving them the business right now, and they're away yet again. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really feel like there there's a rift in this team. I really do. I, I think okay. that there are there's definitely something going on under the covers. You know, in a sense. And this um, is from
1: the. Are you saying this is from the Jordan Poole, Draymond situation?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. So the whole, you know, and I get it. There's there's a void, and there's a, a dynamic rift with it comes down to the bench model. I do get that, yep. but sending Draymond to the bench is not going to help that. Like, you would be better right. off starting somebody else and let Jordan Poole come off the bench or let Andrew Wiggins come on the bench. Somebody that's to spark plug. somebody has offense. Like, when you have a team like this and you have multiple offensive players, like you have Steph, Clay, uh, you know, Wiggins, and Poole, they're all scoring and all lighting up. It, it stretches, right? Right. You can take one of those players and, and bring them off the bench because they're offense. Draymond's not offense. He's okay. the facilitator. So, you know, he's the enforcer, he's the facilitator. So you need him with the first unit, in my opinion. So gotcha. I really feel like they're doing this just to try to, you know, figure it out as you say, but, you know, but I think that it's more predicated on the idea that they are, are having an issue um, with their uh, locker room and their and mm. the people taking sides, in you know, internal and, uh, situation, internal, internal issues. So you know, trying to fix it. So, you know, it, it kind of, you know, works itself out. Hopefully, they can start to figure things out enough to win some games on the road, especially. But it still ain't working, obviously. But right, you know, it figures some things out. The motive behind it was they're trying to figure that out, make it make it work enough to so people can kind to of, you know, kind of kind of take a back seat because mm-hmm. we're winning. Mm-hmm. You know, because people will, will swallow certain things when you're winning. Pause. Yes, yeah, yeah, pause. But <laughs> you swallow your pride when you're winning, right? But you don't. You don't, you remember everything <laughs> when you when you lose it, right? Yes, you so, do. Yeah, so I think that's I think that's part of it. So, okay, I feel like that, um, you know, just just a, 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 I guess you can say a strategy moment for Curry to try to you know galvanize the squad because, like I said, they're really, they're really good at home, but they're mm-hmm. horrible on the road. I mean, they're like two and eleven away, and that's that's not going that's not a winning formula because you're going to you're going to have to play on the road. There's no there's no I'm going to play every game in the road and game home if I'm like a high seed in the playoffs. No, right? You want to roll for at least two. Right. Golden
1: State's normally been a very good road team,
0: and that—that's—and that, I'm glad you said that because that is my biggest point about this whole situation. Yep. you've been good on the road for the entirety of this. Yeah, right. This incident happens, and all of a sudden, all and you only void. And they've—they've—they've they've, they've chased and replaced different players. Yeah, and they've been in a situation where they've lost a guy and completely fell off the map. No, mm-hmm. so they lost guys before. They've still been able to figure things out with the core nucleus intact. Right. Right. So that ain't it what is it, what, it, what, it, what that the, ain't like, it what it, the common denominator is this incident mm-hmm. and, people t- and people taking sides like whoever is on jordan's side because they feel like he got done wrong and whoever's on draymond's side which i don't make it be honest with you it may be few people maybe a uh, few and far between yeah so i really feel like this is something more deeper than you know it is deeper than rap as rick Ross say <laughs> it's deeper <laughs> than rap i really feel like that is a deeper issue Going on with this team rather than it just being about the rotation and and us having productive moments when we go to our second unit and things of that nature because if that was the case you need to shoot send one of the young boys down let them come off the bench yeah you know and then you could you know you can figure it out and have more production as uh, as the things go on and it allows for them to you know work on their game and get better offensively you know so to come come down to the playoffs when they're used in those moments to get their they can get their shots off any any way they see fit. You don't have yep. to share the ball with Clay and stuff, right. you know. So that would be more suited to me from a coaching perspective. I would have done that. So it, this reeks of of, of of problems in, internally to me. So I, is is that
1: how you're saying you're fixed you you would fix it? You would switch, keep yeah. Draymond on the first team and move the Jordan Poole to, to second team. Absolutely. Okay. And
0: then again, what is what the hell is going on with James Wiseman? You know, he G League back, not back, not playing still. What the hell is going on with him? I don't know. There's a lot of hope with him, but he's yeah. he's yeah, not he's there. he's not there right now. And in the first ten games, he was doing pretty well, and something just some some happened, and then he fell off a cliff. Yeah, you know. So that's another problem because he could be a, a you know person that could kind of because I would say I would argue because leave Looney in the starting lineup with Draymond, yep. you know Steph Clay and whoever you po- choose between Pool and Wiggins, I would argue Wiggins because he's a better guy. Okay. That okay. pulling and where why is it come off the bench? There's your scoring right there. There's your there's your big man, little man game, you yep. know, and then you use your reserves to fill in, you know. Um, you know, give Steph that you know, play their normal five minutes rest and bring back off the bench and boom, you're right back at it, right? Yeah, but but the Draymond things to me it reeks it reeks of internal problems, and I'm just trying to figure out a way to make they make people, you know, have a kumbaya moment. <laughs> where we could all come together yeah. and, for the greater good and try to win another title before we right. ultimately end. Because I feel like you know it's going to end regardless. I yeah. think, I think yeah. it is it's over. Because yeah. again, I don't think Draymond's going to take less money when he can get it, go to play with another contender mm-hmm. for uh, for a good salary. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's going to take a pay cut to stay with the Warriors. Be honest, with you. So I think he'll go to somewhere mm-hmm. like like L.A. or or uh, or hell Portland. You know. Yeah. Somewhere like that, where he could, you know, a okay, team see ascending. yeah, okay, see a team that's ascending, you know, where they have stars already, and he just need that one guy to kind of put it all together.
1: What do you think about Draymond going to Cleveland?
0: Oh man, oh man, <laughs> Draymond in Cleveland, yeah, father in the young boys, yeah. I get one better than. That. How about going to Memphis and going right back in the Warriors? Ooh, yeah, that would be. uh That would be.
1: That would be Patty ten X right there. Yeah, that's if you insane. do that, man, that's crazy that he mm-hmm. would go and play with Ja Morant. Now that would be that would be rubbing it in the face of uh, Golden State, definitely. God, man,
0: that's why that's why for Portland because they already got three 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 good young guns. You got Jeremy Grant, you got you got Dame, and you got uh uh my kid, my guy Shaden Sharp, and you got Anthony Simon. So mm. he's just that 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 post player that 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 that. that Again, that that engine is going to bring it all together. Yeah, yeah. Now, look,
1: if that pops off, uh, I'm going to ask you for some numbers to play on a card that you get at the gas station. Because, uh, yeah, you you you. Uh, the numbers
0: have struck again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to split that and move to an island. Cause, I'm
0: just saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, bro. You know yeah, I'm that trying. would be. Oh man, that would be crazy. I'll rub our state championship trophy and tell you the (laughs) number. Abracadabra B. (laughs) Oh man, yes indeed. Yes (laughs) indeed. So, I mean, we'll see how things play out, but I'm concerned. Like I said, they're getting manhandled. Now, mind you, they're playing the angry Bucks team because the game, the Bucks team that lost to the Houston Rockets of all people the other night. So yeah. they're not not—they're playing angry, and, and the Warriors ain't ready for it. Because yeah. um, I would argue this, and I, this is a hot take, too. I would argue this. If the Warriors somehow, some way, figure things out, and they're quite capable of doing that because of the mm-hmm. talent they have and the coaching they have, right? They're quite capable of doing it. If they happen to figure out and how to make it out of the West, they better hope and pray. They better hope. And that they don't have to face the Milwaukee Bucks. <sighs> because they have no Bro. answer. Give me Go what on. I tell you. They have no answer for none Zero. of that. Zero. They don't none want of any of that smoke from Giannis. I, yes, I am, but Giannis Abdokuba will average 40. <laughs> <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? He will average 40. <laughs> 40. Yeah. We, we're yeah. talking I, I talked about power versus finesse last year with the with the Celtics and the Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking true power and true finesse. We're talking, we're talking Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. talking about steroid Hulk Hulk. We ain't talking about, I ain't talking about the <laughs> NWO Hulk. You yeah, know, I ain't talking about the geriatric Hulk. I'm talking about slamming Andre the Giant Hulk. You know, what I'm yeah, yeah, you know, we're yeah. talking that. You know, we're talking yeah. Lex Luger. Yeah, you know, versus a Road Luger. Warriors versus a Luchador, <laughs> right? Versus Ray Mysterio. We're talking that kind of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that right there. That that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. With him. A healthy Bucks team versus the oh, Warriors. Oh no. no. No, no, no. You better yeah, hope it's be an early soon. exit. They talking about a sweep. You Quickly. you better hope that Southern somehow away, figure out a way to beat the Bucks and get them out of the way. Cause that's your that's their best chance of beating the team in the East. If the Bucks yeah, come on East, forget it. Don't even show forget up. Get it? Yeah. Don't Don't you. Like what is this? Just say what my man in Bloodsport said. Mate. <laughs> 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 tell me. Tell them yeah. what Roberto Duran told him against <laughs> Sugar Ray Leonard. No mas. No mas. No Moss. No Moss. No moss. <laughs> <laughs> kicking my ass. Yeah. I can't take no Moss. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's gonna average fifty Listen, for the series.
0: No answer. No answer no. at all. This is like this is like a, a, a hundred and eighty five pounds cornerback seeing Marshawn Lynch come with a four head of steam.
1: Yeah, he, he got no answers. <laughs> He ain't going to the roach position after
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> after they got hit with the rain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mama yeah. get
1: the name of that bus yeah, right
0: <laughs> right. oh man so yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see man but I'm concerned I'm concerned you know I'm, I'm happy for the Pelicans in, in mm-hmm. this in the sun driving I'm happy for the you know the Grizzlies coming getting, getting to their bag but I'm here to tell you that the Warriors guys have got problems yeah, fourteen and, and thirteen, and sitting about to be fourteen and fourteen because they're going to lose the night <laughs> in a few yeah.
1: minutes. The game about to be over. So and, the, and they sitting at nine
0: in the Western Conference, which is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, to be like almost at Christmas and you at, at, you had the nine spot. Yeah, a lot of digging. I got a lot of hole you got to dig out of. Oof. a lot of. So we'll, we'll see. see. if they can do it. Yes, indeed. All right, we're we'll gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back with an NBA M- NFL segment. This is Sports Talk with Coach Kirk. Be back in a minute and 20. Lockdown Devens family. Coach Defense here to announce that the flagship of the Sports Network, the Lockdown Devons podcast, is now broadcasting each and every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all your popular platforms you get your podcasts from, giving you week-to-week real edgy, raw, and unfiltered content of the NBA and NFL. And if you've been listening to me up to this point, it wouldn't be a show without Chargers and Lakers news. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for sports, look no further than the Lockdown Davis podcast. As a tribute to fans of the show, if you like any questions answered on the show, please send me a message on social media between Friday and Tuesday at 10 p.m. to be eligible on the show. On Instagram, I'm Lockdown Davis Sports. On Twitter, I'm LockdownDefense. So catch me each and every week live on Sports Talk each and every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Standard Time. That's a new day and time for Sports Talk with Coach and Kurt. Catch me Wednesdays on the Wild Wild West podcast at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, the podcast on Thursdays at 10 a.m. So like, comment, and subscribe to the channels if you have not already because I'm truly here until I get banned. Now back to the show. All right, so we are back for the NFL wrap-up. So yes, there is more, 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 and more news in the NFL world that we can probably get to in this episode, but we're going to try to get to the hot issues, right? Yep. So let's talk about Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady, ladies and heart. gentlemen, if you haven't if you've been living under a rock, mm-hmm. has had some problems this year. Um, Just a couple. Just a few, maybe one or two. Um, You know, he is uh, the team and and his production and his play haven't gone according to plan. Not at all. To to say the least, right? Um, You know, I would argue that they've been mired around scoring in the 17 to 20 point range if they're lucky in the past eight or nine games. Yeah. Um defense not playing to the uh, to the level or degree that they've normally been playing. Um mm-hmm. a little bit of an injury uh concern with Shaq Barrick being out and Vita Ved now gone and things of that nature. I'm not sure if Vita's gonna be gone long term, but uh, I want to put that hex on him if that's the case. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. But I wanna say that they've had some 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 turmoil um going on. I want to call it turmoil because that sounds like they got internal issues like the Warriors have. No. They, they've they've got they, since they changed leadership, let's just put it that way. With Tabo taking over the head coaching job, Brian Lewis to the OC, and Tom Brady still being there. um, Mainly the same team. You know, I mean, we got not whole, done a whole lot of turnover. Right. You know, they aren't the same. I mean, you know, yeah. I, it's just not. And, you know, people want to, you know, paint the picture of their Tom's divorce and, you know, his family issues and things of that nature. The whole idea of him coming back that he retired you know for like two seconds as an issue and all this stuff you know but i mean i would have to be honest with you and you know despite all the surrounding you know headlines in this particular situation yeah to me tom Brady just not playing well no he's not playing good football you know he's not playing good football at all so you know, and people keep asking these questions about the fact that, you know, what are you gonna do in 2023? And, you know, are you coming back? He's gonna be a free agent. Now, mind you, he's gonna be a free agent this year coming. So he's gonna be free free and clear to do whatever he wants to do. He will have come back to the Bucks if he don't want to, he can retire, he can go somewhere else. Yeah, you know, whatever. Whoever decides we want to do. But you know, based upon his production this this year, it, it, where, where we're at right now, yeah. where the team's kind of floundering, you know, they if they drop another game or two, they're gonna mess around and be sitting home. Yep. and they're going to give the Panthers, you know, or, you know, uh, let them uh, sneak in, let them sneak in with a division title, and they're going to be the ones that go to the playoffs, and they're going to be, you know, licking their wounds and and figuring out what happened. Mm-hmm. So, if, if you're Tom Brady, and is a opening. This is a, a two part question. Let me say it that way. Okay, if you're Tom Brady at this very moment. What do you do with the rest of the season? One, two. What do you do going forward, based upon how to see how you feel like the season's going to play out? So, give me your give me your synopsis on how you what you would do going forward with the rest of these next four games, and based upon that, what would you do in all season? So, these next four games, um,
1: I would just get back to fundamentals, right? I would just get back to playing. Can you? Another question. Look, I you've done it for twenty two years. I, I would like to say you have played the game non-athletically. You have played the game from a position of processing and performance. So you haven't had that Lamar Jackson talent. You've had to maximize your technique and the process of becoming a great quarterback. So when I'm saying to simplify it, just get back to playing good football, right? Okay. Um, because some of the things that I noticed that let me know that Tom was really struggling, I, I, again, I said this a couple episodes ago, I've never seen as many footballs that he's thrown to hit the dirt.
0: That's a good one.
1: In the feet of his receivers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Throwing behind his receivers, being late getting the football out of his hand. So, one to finish, you got four games left. Simplify it. Get in there with John Leftwich, I mean, with Byron Leftwich, and Mm -hmm. say, hey, here are the top 10 to 15 plays that I really feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. How can we script these plays? in different offensive formations that's one yeah. number two this is my last year mm. that's it right you're he has done an amazing job to make it to 45 and still play football
0: that's a good point
1: you have nothing else now to prove. You have records, which I think is part of the reason why he wanted to stay around. I th- I really believe that he wanted to put certain records so far out there that it's going to take the act of Congress and...
0: <laughs> well, they can't get nothing done, so that's ain't going to be it either.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it's going to take an act of Congress and Kim K dating the white man before
0: the uh, <laughs> you <laughs> know how that before, goes too, but yeah go on, before going. that
1: set that that changes right you've done what you needed to do you you you're going to damage your legacy more than help it at this point because everybody's seeing what we see in boxing when a boxer stays around too long not only mm-hmm. are you taking punches you shouldn't, mm-hmm. but those punches are causing more damage. And now we go from rooting you to agonizing every time we see you, right? Mm-hmm. And players are only gonna get faster.
0: Oh yeah, his mystique
1: go. is mm-hmm. going to only suffer more and more. And people, listen, they're young wolves. They're not going to care that you Tom Brady. They're going to make their name off of you. And that's the thing that we saw in boxing when a boxer stays around too long. People start making their name off you Mm -hmm. and beating you in certain ways that just makes your true loyal fans feel bad to see Mm -hmm. you out there looking to – Reclaim your heyday when everybody can see it's long gone. Right. So look, you've had family pressure. You physically are not looking like the same player. Mm-hmm. You're you have records. Walk away. It's better to leave a year early and make them miss you than to stay a year later and make them despise you. So walk away, let this be your last year, finish these next four games, uh, get some of that Brady magic back, work to make the playoffs, and let it go whichever way it's supposed to go because you're getting to a point where we're not going to like the product that is being put out on that field, Mm -hmm. and then we start getting disgusted by it. And then we start taking shots at you, that's gonna hurt you more. So walk away, walk away. But what's your thoughts on what he should do for these next four games and then what he should do for
0: 2023? Well, I you know I, I I hate to be boring in this situation, but I should exactly the same cinema as you do. Yeah. Um, looking at this schedule, I mean it's not I mean, outside of this Cardinals game, because I feel like it's gonna be different because Kyler's hurt now, but yep. uh, they got the Bengals this week. Lost. Got, yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um. They got the Panthers uh, after the Cardinals. They got the Cardinals after the Bengals at, at, in Arizona, mind you. Yep. Then they got to go home to Car- the place, Face Carolina, who was vying for the division title this moment, so they are going to play hard. Yeah. Um. They got the Falcons who have a new quarterback now, Desmond Ritter. They got them in the last game at Atlanta. Yeah, so I mean, you're looking at three tough games: two divisional and one uh play- playoff team that you got to face, and then the Arizona team that you really don't know what you're going to get because they got a new quarterback, you know, because Kyler's there, not there anymore right now because of his ACL injury. So, yeah, man, I mean, you could look at it; it could be a situation where you, if you do if you play the way you've been playing, you could honestly and truly be one and three in his last four. Easy one and, and three, that's, and that's going to put them at a grand total of seven and uh. 10 yes, mm. mm. and yeah, I don't think Tom Brady's ever had a record ever. like that ever in his yeah. career. Yeah, that should be a signal at this point. That it is, it, it's time, definitely. It's, it's time. time. time, time. Again, you don't, I mean, understand that you are, you know, you're holding that regard as annals of you know, if you, you want to equate you know, uh, rap and football together, you know, you're in the annals of you know, Tupac, Biggie, and Jay Z. Yeah, You know, you know, you don't want to hang around too long, you know, and um, and be like Michael Jordan in the yep. sense where you want to uh, be a shell of yourself and just be out there, you know, looking looking normal. Yeah, you, know, you want to I, w- I want to be able to go out and be have my legacy cemented in the idea that I was above, you know, the the normal, you know, average Joe. And I don't you want to keep the idea. mystique. Yeah, I don't want people to the lasting memory, lasting memory they have of me, of me being mediocre. I don't want that. I don't want that because and again, again, at this point, what do you have to prove? Nothing. You, know, you have nothing to prove. So it's no, nothing. it's no reason for you to hang around and and be the uh you know less of a, a talent that we've known for the last twenty year odd years. You know, mm-hmm. just to, just for what? I mean, you want to yes, you want to complete for more titles and this, this and the third. But again, like you said, you push all the records out. You got all the yep. titles. It's gonna be yep. it's a Herculean effort from some somebody. You know, and the way the, the way the NFL runs nowadays, the you know, the idea of having a dynasty don't the, the closest thing you have that's the Chiefs, and that's if they stay together for the next fifteen years. Yep, that's the way to come close to what you what you're doing. Yep, as, as a player, and yeah, college, which you had as a quarterback. So, I mean, again, you know, you're not gonna be able to you know, make it so that people, you die and people never break your records. Like, I don't mm. think it, so you know? Yeah. So, you know, especially with the idea they got, they got, there's a passing week now and the idea they got, uh, more extra game to play, you know, so that's going to play into it. So I won't worry about it. I mean, it, honestly, truly you got, you know, it, you'll be old and gray, you know, or, or, or worse by the time somebody even comes close to you. So even and, comes right. close. Right. So if you hold a record for 15, 20 years, that, that's that's saying something. Yeah, that's yeah, saying something. So I would just yeah. let it go, man. I, I don't I don't see that I don't see any benefit. And and I, and I hate to say this, but I think I think your wife was right, bro. Like for real, it was time to yeah. come home and stay home. It, you had nothing else to do, nothing else to prove. And you know, I don't know what you what what type of motive, or you know, um I guess what say, you're chasing at this what, point. Was, exactly, what you're chasing. What was fueling you at this point? That's what i want to say. What is fueling you at this point? But it's not worth it. It's not and you,
1: it and you don't have the players around. I think we're seeing the you know how sometimes things around you can 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 talk to you and tell you the signs that you right. didn't want to see, right? So mm-hmm. you lose your offensive line, you lose a yeah. number of your offensive line, your receivers you can't get up. open. Yeah, Mike Evans yeah. is dropping more passes this season than we've seen in multiple pass uh uh, seasons right mm-hmm. so when you look at those things and, and then your family situation those are all things to me that are starting to circle and say walk away it let is. this be your last season and I uh, from what I've seen in the product that he's put on the field I'm really hoping this is his last season
0: I am too, because I and I think he has the that bug. Like because I think a lot of players that play great have that bug where they don't they just can't let it go. The grind, the process, they're kind of fearful of what's of what's to come when there's no more football, you know. But but Tom is in he got all these business ventures to, to focus on. He he won't be bored, in my nope. opinion. And he signed a long term deal to broadcast. So three hundred million plus 350 million dollar broadcasting deal. So you got Sweet things to do. Jesus. You got things to do, bro. Like, just go ahead, man. Just go ahead and hang it up, man. And we, you'll be all right. It's okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't win the Super Bowl. It's okay. It really is. It is. It really is okay. We won't, we won't hold it against you. At least we won't. Not at all. We won't. So, I mean, again, I think we share the same sentiment. I just think it's time. Yep. I think it's definitely. Time. All right. So, uh, for to move on, yes, two quarterbacks that it's not time. Yeah. Well, maybe one of them. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, we want to ask the question, ladies and gentlemen: Is the debate? Mm-hmm. So Sunday night, we were treated. When I say treated, we were treated to a performance by my guy, Justin Herbert, uh, against the Dolphins in SoFi Stadium on Sunday Night Football. To uh, a a clinic of sorts in passing, in quarterback mm-hmm. play, um, yep. and you know large, uh. <laughs> You know, heated debate just the season because nobody talked about this prior to this. Nobody argued this prior to this because, right. you know, prior to this, you know, Tua sat behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. He sat through trade rumors. He sat through, you know, mediocre, you know, productive passing years. Yep. Before this all came about, you know, to get a new coach, to get Tyreek Hill, Jalen Water yep. come back healthy. You got yep. all these numbers around you, new, new, no offense, new run game, new O line, and everything's perfect, right? Mm hmm. So now this hard. They're harping on the idea since two went fifth, Justin was sixth. All of a sudden, now two is better than Justin, right? Mm. So it's all culminated with the idea that the Dolphins and the Chargers are going to play this year, right? Yeah. And uh, we got. And from my perspective, a clear cut bird's eye view of who's the better quarterback. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was I think it was crystal clear on that one. Yeah, yeah. So so I asked the question <laughs> to you, my friend. Is the debate yes. over at this point? Is the debate over? Can we put the breast that idea that to a of our lord from a quarterback perspective is is not better than Justin Herbert? As a talent, we ain't got we we can, we don't have to get into the idea of the team, the records, the you know the longevity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just the simple, he's the quarterback. I'm a quarterback. Who can do it better as a talent? And who and what's the choices again? Between Justin Herbert and Tulloa. Uh-huh.
1: And what's the choices again?
0: Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah right there.
1: You 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 are talking too much past Justin Herbert. Okay, I'm a fool. Okay, I just yeah, to yeah, yeah. Now I, I hear I hear what you're asking, and for the audience, you know, to give them something to ponder and think about. Alabama quarterback, winner in a uh, college football playoffs, um, national title winner, mm-hmm. you know, all American. Got it. Young man from Oregon. Um lot of talent perceived. Uh may have dropped a couple games that dented his uh his dim- diminished how talented he really was. I get it. It's mm-hmm. it's good uh it's good bar talk. But when mm-hmm. we talking seriously, yeah man, yeah man. It's it's the it, it ain't the person whose name starts with T, I can tell you that. I can okay. tell you who's the more talented quarterback. Um, and it goes with Qbert.
0: He <laughs> rhymes a Qbert. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> right after Qbert.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I I, I mean, how how quickly we forget. That, that's, that's what I want to bring up. How quickly we forget. Yep. Because you have to realize that now, you know, yes, I'm a Chargers fan. Yes, I'm also a No, you're
1: a fan would have never guessed it.
0: Right. So yeah, but I'm also a sports analyst, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in running a, a general sports show, you know, I, I we're gonna talk just brass tacks and facts, right? Yep. You know, to a situation, you know, defensive coach, mm-hmm. you know, veteran in front of him, you know, kind of bring him along slow in the first year. You know, second and third, second and well, this is this is this is third year. So yeah, this yep. is third. Year. So second year, bring him on. You know, he's the unequivocal starter. You know, still some struggles there, but they win. You know, based upon you know the the coaching uh, regime that they have, mm-hmm. right? Flip over. Justin Herbert gets thrown in after the first game that he uh, as a rookie because of Tyrod Taylor's injury. Goes toe to toe with Mahomes. Yep, wins rookie of the year. Sets. The all-time marker for rookie passing yards and touchdowns. Yep, and league, mind you. You know, flip over, mind you, and I was dealing with the worst O line in the entire league of of the NFL in the first year, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's year one. Yep. Year two, come in with a with a better O line. Yep, uh, have the fifth overall ranked offense. Facts this year in the second year. Throw in for touchdowns and yardage, throw for the most in the first two seasons of a rookie, mm. and that's 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 above Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck. You know, I mean, we're talking all of them, um, all of them big time names, right? Yep. And how apropos was it apropos. that he broke the mind you, we still got four games to play, yeah? He broke the the season, the, the rookie record for the most passing yards thrown against Tua. And in three, in the first three years. Yeah. Talk about he it. He shattered that record by breaking the most, the, the quarterback to throw for the most yards in the first three seasons of a quarterback, beating out Andrew Luck and I believe Dan Marino. And, uh, in the first three years with four games to play. Now, and he also, if he throws not for nine more touchdowns in these next four games, he'll break the record for his most touchdowns. Mm. So, if I have all these records, you know, wins and losses are a team game, right? Let's be mm-hmm. real about that. Wins and losses are a team game. However, but from a statistical perspective, why was there ever a comparison in the first place? Is 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 ludicrous to me? You know, you win a few games based upon your system, and all of a sudden you're better a better quality quarterback than Justin Herbert It's just asinine to say the least. But I guess yeah. we need stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, people like rooting to... for the small guy. Maybe. Maybe now, granted, two of a tongue. Of a low is a great guy as a person; mm-hmm. he's a great guy, but he's limited. Let me I'm be honest: with you. he's limited as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's small in stature. He doesn't have the biggest arm. You know, he's not highly mobile. You know, for mm-hmm. his size, he's not Russell Wilson, or Kyle Murray you know that kind that kind of thing. You know, he's that right. stature, but he's not that fast like them. Right, that, that kind of thing. So, you know, again, you know, there's a there's a clear ceiling there, but the, but the ceiling, it, you know, is 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 completely and utterly higher. Mm-hmm. Herb, than it is, to and that's just looking at it on from paper perspective. Mm-hmm. So yet again, I guess people just want to be contrarian and 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 look at it from a, a hatred perspective and say that, you know, Justin can't be this good. But again, he, he shut up all the haters and the doubters on Sunday. And I think we can finally move on from the idea that this is even an argument to say, because so won a few games all of a sudden now he's, he should, he should leap and bounce over Herbert because he drafted a, a position ahead of him. You know, Mm. I love people to say that if you call if you if you blind polled every GM in NFL, yep. who they would it take? Yeah, Justin Herbert. I love that. I love that. Because that's true. There's no there's no quarterback would take Justin Herbert, would not take Justin Herbert over to or something below right now. He, not right at here, all. What? Right here right now. You're talking what is uh he's six six? Six six? Come on, man.
1: There's something to be able to look over your offensive line and And look at windows compared to just looking at windows and hoping because the windows are not exactly your height and hoping that you're you're throwing um, the football in a place that it ends up in your playmakers hands. So, you know, that is that is key and, and super true that when it comes down to it, you have something in Herbert. It's going to be around for a long time.
0: I, I think what he has in his arsenal from a talent perspective translates much better across the whole NFL than what Tua has. I think Tua has to be, I mean granted again, he's a great guy. I think with Tua, I think for Tua, he has to be in the right system in order to be productive. You mm. can't throw him in any you can't throw him in any offense in the league expecting to be productive. However, no. I no. think you could pick Justin Herbert up and put him in any position and he would be productive. Without a doubt. How productive doubt. is questionable, but I promise you he will be productive. Because yeah. despite having not having this this blast game was the first game he had Keenan Allen from the start to the Keenan Allen and Mike Williams from the start to the finish of the game and he threw for damn near four hundred yards, mm. but for the past we're, we're, we're fourteen games, yeah, for the past uh for for, for the thir, for thir, thirteen previous games he didn't have a number one receiver uh for the entirety of the season for a whole game, right? And he's still fifth fifth fourth or fifth in passing, despite all that. Mm. I mean, come on now.
1: Yeah, yeah, losing I mean, your top two options, it puts a different spin on it. But yeah, man, yeah, go with Herbert.
0: Yeah, I definitely believe that. So I don't, I don't see again. I, I just thought it was crazy that people want to argue that, and I just think there's people just want to have a contrarian opinion sometimes. Like just they, they don't, they feel like he was getting too much love. You know, mm-hmm. we before everybody got hurt. We talking MVP conversations. You know, the record breaking. You know, uh, you know, constant. You know, two Pro Bowls. Let's let's forget that two Pro Bowls to his belt already as well. Mhm-, so you gotta look at it from that place too, so again, the accolades it, it is apples and oranges to me, I don't see how it, it matches at all mm. how it matches at all, but you know it was it was a good talk for about two seconds, and then you silenced those haters, real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> real quick, so all right, so uh we're gonna do a part two, okay, we're gonna do a part two to uh part the two so there has been. Uh, a constant conversation, yeah, Deion Sanders' decision to move on to Colorado from the time he did it, and yep. so now we're literally still talking about it in certain spaces, certain uh, podcasts, you know, media outlets. Still talking about it to this moment. Now, granted, mm-hmm. Deion is going about his business. He pulling recruits out of the portal. He's getting people into the portal and on his team. He picked up a running back on top of the guys he's brought over already. Um, you know, so he's going about his business. If you look at it, watch his social media, which his son runs, by the way. He don't run his own social media. His son runs it. Uh, Deion Sanders Jr. But if you look at, you know, he's going about his business and, and doing doing his work, right? He's, doing, he's going about yep. his purpose, right? Yep. But that's but it but our you know all that was swirling around him is people talking about his decision to leave yep. uh, Texas State. So, you know, being that we've had over a week to digest this, right? Mm-hmm. What is your overall reaction to the negative negativity around him? And his decision to ultimately leave Jackson State to go to Colorado in a PWI. Mm,
1: so what's my current feeling on the situation?
0: Mm-hmm. Has
1: it has it wavered? Or has it got stronger? I mean, tell me. I feel... Let me see how I can phrase this. At first, I was disappointed mm. and saddened. Okay. Right. Um... And I want to be clear, not because I wanted this 20, 25 year tenured coach. Mm-hmm. I was saddened and disappointed because he was right at the cusp of being the, the flag bearer, the lighthouse to guide us to a certain place. Okay. And as, it's it's like making your favorite drink and you substitute that one ingredient. And even though it's still good, it's not great. Mm-hmm. So I, that's where I was disappointed because again, looking, seeing with a uh, college game day, the connections and things like that, what he was able to get accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, my fear is it goes back to the status quo once he's out mm-hmm. uh, of the limelight. But here, here's a situation. We can't have it both ways as black people. We, we can't want someone to advance, but only in the context of how you want a it. box how we mm-hmm. want it. Right. Mm-hmm. He made it very clear for power five calls. I'm going to have to entertain that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this too. Once the blueprint is given, it's on us to execute it, not to continue. All of a sudden want to come out with this and that and um, all these other things. Where was all that when you knew it was going on and had it ready, available to be discussed. Mm -hmm. you know so I'm happy for him now I'm happy for what he is working to do as he said it's not about the location it's about the destination Mm -hmm. Um, I'm happy that the doors he will be able to open and from listening to people that wanted to beat him say man He's doing his thing. He, you know, he's coaching these kids and doing all the. We can't get upset about elevation. We cannot get upset about going to the next level and opening doors for people at the next level because he's able to control the hiring and giving people the opportunity to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. I cannot. I cannot get caught up. And the other stuff. But I do understand why people are a little sensitive, not a little sensitive. I do understand why people are saddened. I do understand why people are concerned that things are going to go back to a certain way. But again, I say this, he provided a blueprint. It is on the next person the t- uh coach TC and anybody else. To take that blueprint, take that opportunity and maximize it. He's shown you what you can do. If you don't do it, then look in the mirror and blame yourself because I'm going to say this and I'll wrap up. If you're someone who only went to HBCUs for homecoming and then they never saw from you, they never heard from you, you never contributed to improve the facility, you're part of the problem.
0: That's a great bar. That's a great bar. I, I, I share that same sentiment. And again, I feel like you know, again, I was saddened because, like you said, I feel like to a degree, maybe Jack State will take a step back as regarded because some things that just was basically done and only done because of him.
1: Only yeah. because there are certain relationships that he connected yeah, just, with you that you was, was on. Nobody yeah. can do what that, what I, Dion I, I, did I in that way.
0: I agree. So I think some of those things will wane, but mm-hmm. some things that he put in place are going to stay because they're, they're it's contractually obligated. Yeah. He signed con- the university signed contracts for Under Armour and things of that nature. So those things with Michael Strand's clothing line, things of that nature. Yep. So they're always going to stay. Those yep. things, and the facilities that they built while he was there, going, they're not going anywhere. They're not going to tear look them that. down. They're not going to tear them down, right? Yeah. They're not going to tear them down because he's gone. Field, look right. at Turfield, that. Field, yeah. better Locker rooms, better facilities. I mean, they've gotten better things over holistically because he was there. And those things are not leaving. So, yeah. and then he he's he's leaving his staff there in a the large space because he's trying to get out the way so they can you know take the mantle and take the blueprint by which he's he he given this program a, a way up forward to winning and being yep. a of the program and say here take this and go forward with it and and just take the you know take what I had with it and kind of you know put your own spin on it and and do yep. do what you do and and keep the keep the train running. Yep. And I'm going to go to this, you know, power five team and I'm going to, you know, start over and do it again. You know, and, I'm, and I mean, and I can elevate and bring on more and more people and show that, that you know, black coaches in this particular facet can coach as well. Because they we all know at the very top of all this, there's still a disparity in that particular arena. So it ended all this. If Dion was able to elevate enough coaches in, in, in this space that are African-American to the point where they are now. A a mainstay and a figure in the NFL coaching realm at the end of all this, when he's all said and done, then which would you say he had a plan? And you wanted to knock him for moving on early, to your eye, in your eyes, but he had a vision all along. If he wouldn't have won any games, then you'd be talking about him in he a different did. way. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, and again, he goes around and turns around Buffalo and turns around another school. And then all of a sudden he wants the NFL. And and, all, and everybody that's come up with him has all had flourishing coaching jobs and they're all doing well. I think that his mission is complete. I think he's done, he's doing exactly what he wanted to do. And he's changing the narrative and he's putting, giving everybody a seat at the table. So, because he,
1: he didn't gut his coaching staff no, like not. he could, he left. And mm-hmm. to me, that's another sign of, hey, I'm going to go out here, get this job and build a different staff and mm-hmm. leave, leave this university in a better changing. place than I found it by mm-hmm. keeping key pieces of the coaching staff there.
0: What more? Now you- go
1: out and do what I did. He like you said. I'm still a phone call away. I'm still able to help and mentor. You think that I all of a sudden forgot how to be black? I can't forget something that I am. Exactly. Again, if you're someone that has only went to an HBCU at homecoming, never donated a dollar, and never donated a dollar, and it was. And you wanted to go to the HBCU homecoming and drink all the liquor, eat all the greens, stay at every um, turn up. Uh But then the next morning, not a dollar ever crossed another HBCU. Mm -hmm. Then you're part of the problem.
0: There you go. There you go. Again, I, I don't. I don't get, the again, you can't, like you said, you can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. Again, if you're, if you, you can't ask for elevation and be mad when elevation happens. That's just it. That's just it. So you got, you got to pick, you got to pick a side and stay on it. You You can't get in
1: the elevator and say you want to go up and you never push the button. Hello.
0: Hello. That's a great one. And we're going to leave it at that. (laughs) And we're gonna leave it at that. So yes, quickly, based upon your headline and your, your name here, we're yes. gonna talk about the MVP race. Uh it's, it's, a, it's not a race, I'm it's a one-person walk. Oh Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. you talking about me with the hot takes, man. Uh so Jalen Hurts had another stellar performance. And if you haven't checked out our video on who we think is the MVP, you should check that out yeah. on my YouTube page. It's doing yeah. quite well in the viewership. Give it a like and and then give it a comment. And tell us how you feel about it. But yeah, share it. Share so, it. yeah, share it, share, like. So our uh conversation was very spirited and very uh detailed, and, and mm-hmm. highly highly advise that you watch it. Mm-hmm. But um, this this past week has been you know a an interesting turn of events. Mm-hmm. because we all we both agreed that you know um outside of maybe one game for each of these quarterbacks that are down to the wire in the mvp race that it could pretty much have an easy go mm-hmm. now granted patrick and Jalen both won but Jalen had a much cleaner and much more efficient performance than patrick did mm-hmm. so wasn't it clean it was, it was very clean clean is mm-hmm. my good as he said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so yeah, uh Patrick has talk. some struggles, man. He he threw three touchdowns, but also three three interceptions, which mm-hmm. brought his grand total up to, I believe, nine, I want to say. Yep. So um Jayden's still hanging around at three. Um mm-hmm. he, ha- he has uh, uh he has now I want to say he's up to 10 rushing touchdowns and 30. Is it 30 or 31 22 Patrick pass and 10 rushing. rushing. So he has a grand total of 32 total touchdowns. Yep. So uh you know, I would I would say that you're that you have your uh your uh wagon hitched to to this uh, this train that is Jalen Hurts. But I would like to say for that from that perspective that race is definitely getting tighter. Because I would say I, I I argued on this video and I, I I'll reiterate it that I feel like the the statistical disparity it was going to be like play a part, right? But if Patrick Killing seems to have these you know, loose games, you know, you're going to have to honestly and truly. Go with the more efficient quarterback. Yes, you know, because they argued last year. This goes back to the whole Tom Brady and Rodgers debate last year. You mm-hmm. know, Tom Brady was was better statistically, had more yards, mm-hmm. but at, but Aaron was more efficient. Like, he had less interceptions, yes. he had a higher quarterback rating, things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. you know, and he had a better record. So, this could definitely play into Jalen's hands if he keeps this up, and I don't see it stopping. Mm-mm. So, uh, Patrick better look better look behind him and realize that that their green jersey is getting close mm. to the pelvis and. And he has to play the Broncos again too, mind you. He struggled against the Broncos, mm-hmm. yeah, the Seahawks, the Raiders, and the Broncos in his last, you know, the last stretch here. Now he'll have a field day against the Texans. I mean, we're just gonna we're just gonna give him that. Yeah, give him that. he'll have a field day against the Texans. But the Seahawks after that, Broncos again at home, and they got to go to the Raiders for the end of the season. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And to me, the, the Eagles only had that one, you know, big time marquee game against Jerry's World, uh, in Jerry's World against the Cowboys. So. I'm here to tell you because of this particular week, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on my take. If Jalen hurts mm-hmm. as an MVP type of performance against the Cowboys, the race is over. Mm. And it, we and that's that's week that's not even the week 18. That is the week before the season ends. Mm. So if he if he does anything close to what he did this past couple of weekends it it in Dallas against the Cowboys and he beats them handily like he did the Giants, the race is over, in my opinion. In my opinion, fair. So I I don't, I don't think you have anything to rebut. I know we, we, we know where you stand, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You can, you get. If you don't, kind of look at the name is, yeah, Yeah. right Right.
1: here. That kind of tells you. I'm, as coach said, I've hitched my wagon with super glue welded on and lock and chain, uh, to a certain person. Uh, to me, I like I said, it's a one walk race. Mm -hmm. One person. Okay. Uh, walk okay. in this situation. So yeah, you you wrapped it and summed it up greatly.
0: Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's talk about let's talk about these games of the week. So son of a bitch. <laughs> so last week Gosh, we were we, we were we were in lockstep with picks outside of the last game. What we talked about earlier, the Chargers and the Dolphins game. He picked yeah. the Dolphins. I picked my beloved Chargers. Gosh, and that's it. where we are always wrong for Coach Kirk. So I finished four and two, and he finished three and three. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. that brings it up to a grand total of me being 30 and 24, and he's now 26 28. Getting average so close to 500. You got two more. got to get two more wins uh, in your belt to get above 500. But I'm six games above 500 at this moment. So I'm riding high. I'm riding high. So uh, what we got on the docket this week should be some good ones. Okay. All right. Let's go. Are you ready for this? So now we got the 49ers and Brock Purdy going to Seattle to face the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle with Mm the 12th man. And the 49ers are favored by three and a half. What say you, good sir? So let me ask this. Okay.
1: Can we get a reprieve if Brock Purdy doesn't play? Yes. Okay. So I'm picking the 49ers with the three and a half if Brock Purdy plays. If okay. he doesn't, I'm going to Seahawks.
0: Okay. All right. So we'll 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 we'll, we'll have a, a caveat. We'll asterisk that particular yeah. uh, pick. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I agree. I'm with the 49ers and the three and a half because uh, the way that defense is playing and if Brock <laughs> plays like he played last week, I'm I'm here to tell you that that's 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 not that's not the smoke uh, Seattle wants right now.
1: Nope. <laughs> and this is the first time. This is another sign. Just quickly saying about Tom Brady. This is the First time that Tom Brady has lost to a quarterback making his first start. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, another first. Yeah. And that's Mr. Irrelevant. I'm happy to see it. The last I am, I person love, of the draft.
0: I love a good underdog story. Come Brock Purdy is giving me life right now. Come on, he, he is. is. Giving me he life is right now. He is. But yeah, shout out to Brock Purdy, man. I even yeah, picked him up with my back, quarterback of fantasy. Just because. yeah, shout out to Brock Purdy doing shout it, doing Purdy. his thing. Indeed and I actually had one in in one of my mocks for the charges I I had us picking him up in the late rounds and people laughed at me thought I was crazy Look, I was Brock like Brock Purdy is looking purdy is I had him and Jack Sanborn as a late picks and Jack Sanborn was balling in in Chicago and and Brock Purdy starting for the 49ers right now. Come on so now. I, I look like a genius. I'm just uh, like. Negro Dominus in the house. There, there it is. <laughs> there it is. So the Dolphins who are reeling right now, and I want to say this on record. If you watch my video about the, my playoff predictions, I said that the Bills the Bills game was going to be difficult for the Dolphins and it's going to be a rough stretch. They okay. will lose three in a row. They lost the 49ers already. They lost to the Chargers all on the road. They got to go on the road again to the Bills. So I said if they would lose three straight, and if they if this holds true, again, I'm I'm just hot with my predictions right now, right? But they gotta go up to Cold Buffalo, which they call it for snow. Yep, and the bills are favored by seven and a half. Ah, <sighs>
1: that's the only thing that concerns me is the spread. Yes, yeah, in the that's, snow, yeah. In the snow. Yeah. In the snow. That's Ah, oh, that concerns me. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The way the the way the Dolphins have been looking and thinking that a non-existent run game is going to be able to transfer to the cold, knowing that we know it's going to be cold this weekend, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the Bills, even
0: with the spread. Okay, yeah, I I think that is that the Bills have revenge on their mind. Yeah. They are are they got after the Jets after they debauched it they had against them before. Uh, mm-hmm. last week. They lost to the Jets in, in, in wild fashion, so they had revenge on their mind against the Jets, and they got a revenge on their mind against the Dolphins as well. And again, mm-hmm. this is going to sign me on my line that that high-flight offense because it's going to be cold weather and it's going to be snowing, most likely. So we're talking yep. bad weather and you want to air the ball out with Tua's not-so-strong arm, yep. I guess the Bills are going to walk away big with this one. So I'm going to go with the Bills as well. There it is. I agree with that one. All right. So we got the Titans at the Chargers. Chargers! And the Chargers are favored by minus three. And yep, Titans, I didn't Titans, do it. The Titans are, 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 are struggling right now. I, I had them running the table, and them Jokers ain't won a game since. I, did I put a hex on them or what? I know. I know. No,
1: that ain't the hex. That's on them. Uh, with Traylon Burks being in concussion protocol, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Tannehill coming back. Listen, I, I made the mistake of not believing in the Chargers. Their spread is three. I definitely am going with the charges to cover on that one. Well,
0: you know where I'm going. So I ain't even, we ain't got to argue that. No, that <laughs> no, I would have never suspected. <laughs> uh, this game we talked about earlier the Bengals are going to Tampa Bay uh, uh, to face the Tom Brady and in the, in the Buccaneers who are struggling yep. at the moment. And I wrote, actually, I'll be honest with you, I ruled the Bengals off as well. At around about the halfway mark, they were playing, you know, mediocre Yoga football. Jamar Chase was hurt. I'm like, the Super Bowl hangover got them and ain't going to recover. And since then, they've been on a run. So I guess the, whatever I put on the Titans, I put on the Bengals as well, just in reverse order. You, you, switched, you switched it from <laughs> the Titans to the Bengals, and the Bengals
1: are winning because of it.
0: Exactly. So they're hot, you know, coming off big wins against the Steelers, the Chiefs, and, you know, whoever else is in their way. Yeah. So they got to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, this coming Sunday, and they're favored by three and a half.
1: Yep, I'm taking the Bengals. Jamar Chase being back, Joe Mixon being back. Yep. Higgins is dinged up, but Boyd is a great fill in for for him. And that defense doesn't get enough credit. Yep. So I'm going to take the Bengals with the spread.
0: I'm riding with you right there as well. I'm gonna take the three and a half. Um, yep. So yeah, uh, so we got the Cowboys uh, off a of struggle bus win against the Texans, ironically. I and, hate these games for the and, Cowboys. And the Jaguars, and they're going to Jacksonville, mind you. The Jaguars come off a, a drubbing uh, that they gave the, to the Titans. Yes. um, And that's without ECN having a big rushing game. Like yes. And, and, and Trevor Lawrence ran for a touchdown with a hurt foot. It was wild. So do the, do the Cowboys bounce back and get back on track, or do the Jaguars ride this train of, of beating teams they're not
1: supposed to? These are the games that scare me about for, for the Cowboys because realistically, the Cowboys should walk away mm-hmm. being the number one scoring offense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's this type of game that the Jaguars will keep it extremely close, just like the Texans did, mm-hmm. um, and requiring the Cowboys to have that 98 yard winning drive. But yep. I say all that to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take eleven to heaven and stay with Dak on this one. I'm gonna take the Cowboys with the four and
0: a half. Okay. Well, I think the Cowboys will win, but I'm gonna take the Jags to cover the spread. Sign up a match. Okay. So four, I'm and I'm so, okay. And four and a half. Stay with it. I'm gonna stay with it. Four and a half a little much for me. I, I that's they're gonna win by five points. Yeah, I I'm gonna win it by three maybe, but I think okay. that yeah, I'm gonna think four and a half is a little much. Okay. All right, in the, in the nightcap for the game of the week, you got Jaguars and the Commanders. So this is a rematch for the tie a couple weeks ago, and the Commanders yeah. at home with a three-and-a-half favorite.
1: This is tough for me, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Commanders because they got a fresh Brian Robinson, Scary Terry, mm-hmm. Tyler Haneke. I think uh, Dotson is back. Uh, Saquon's banged up. I don't know if the Giants have any receivers left that can play. So I'm gonna go with the commanders with a three and a half.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm I I every time I bet on the commanders, they screw me, but I am I'm, I'm a bet I'm a bet on them <laughs> this time because again, I don't like what the what the Giants have on offense. Again, they're they're reeling right. at a receiver, Daniel Jones. I don't trust. Right. Um, you know, Saquon's regressing and they're kind of just focused on taking him away and that's really hurting offense. So yeah, yeah, I agree with the commanders as well. So I'm gonna take them in the three and a half. So hopefully okay. they don't uh win by three and we all in, in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we got 49ers. We both got 49ers. both got Bills. got both got Chargers. both got Bengals. I got the Jags. You got the Cowboys. I got co- both got commanders. There it is. All right. So, as we wrap up here, we want to give a quick shout-out. Yes. To our guy, uh, Bowie football born and bred, Gonzaga graduate, current yes. USC quarterback, Kayla Williams, for winning the Heisman Trophy this week. Big shots out of him bringing the trophy back to the DMV, man. We definitely want to give that guy high praise, and we give him nothing but love and and admiration and, and good health going forward in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he will be uh, the, probably the number one overall pick in a year once he gets out of college. Talk so about we it. Another year of him in college football, USC, lighting up the scoreboards, and uh, hopefully maybe they can give people a national title next year. But, yeah, we yep. definitely want to give our guy uh, uh, definitely high praise and high kudos for winning that award. And, uh, in, in 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 ceremonious fashion, his stats, his numbers were excellent. He right. brought the team from mediocre to prominence in one year mm-hmm. and, uh, him and Lincoln Riley have definitely changed the culture in USC, man. So, uh, coach, Curry, how you feel about you guy Caleb been winning this award real quick, man. It's so
1: exciting to see this, right? First time, uh, Heisman trophy winner coming out of Maryland, um, seeing what he, He's done believing in himself, taking a 10-year-old situation and fueling that moment to drive mm-hmm. him to this situation. He's just a great, great, great uh, inspiration to any mm-hmm. young person that is willing to create and draft a, pr- a plan, mm-hmm. stick to it, and work and 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 do the actions and the activities to become the person that you want to be. So kudos uh to Caleb. I am proud that both of us had an opportunity uh to see him early on and see yep. what people are able to realize now. I'm so yep. excited for next year for him to walk in as yes. a favorite.
0: Yes. Um
1: and 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 get ready for the second run. But I'm more proud of the high, the high person of character that mm-hmm. he is. And whenever he was, he's in town. You know, he gives loves back to the program. So mm-hmm. uh, so excited for him, and so excited for what he's done. And again, a first, the first Heisman Good Trophy part. winner out of
0: Maryland. Yes, indeed. That, that's big time. That is big time. So Shouts out to Caleb, man. None of the big things ahead of you, good brother, man. We wish you the best, and we hope that you have a great and uh, and star studded superstar career ahead of you, man. So yes. yeah, yes. Appreciate you for all you've done so far, and continue to do your big things, man. So yeah, man. Appreciate you for doing everything you've been doing. Keep it, keep the party going. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. Keep the party going. All right, so that's going to wrap it up, man. Another great show in the books, man. If you haven't uh, watched us live, catch us on replay. Everything goes live on replay at Wednesday uh, mornings at 11 a.m. So catch that on any uh, probably platform. Get your podcast from. And next week, we'll be back. And as always, Tuesday night, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel, Locked Out Defense Podcast and your search engine. So in the meantime, in between time, that is Coach Kirk. I'm Coach Defense. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down.